so now that you've kind of had a chance to, to look back at the weekend, I mean, obviously we talked when the games first ended, but uh, how do you feel you guys played overall Friday and Saturday? I mean, how do, how do you just kind of wrap up the weekend overall? I, you know, ultimately Saturday was a missed opportunity. Um, you know, I thought we played really well Friday. I thought Friday was a real good game for both teams. I thought it was a hard game. It was a physical game. Um, it was a really – it was spirited at a, at a level that we haven't had this year. Um, and it was fortunate to obviously be able to come back and win that game. But um, I th- I really felt good about the way our effort on Friday. On Saturday, um, you know, missed opportunity. We were really loose defensively. We didn't commit ourselves defensively. As a game wore on, obviously they didn't either. Um, and it became kind of a shootout. But there were several times that game we had a chance to be back in it. And we made it, you know, twice or two or three times we made it a two-goal game. Had chances to make it a one-goal game, didn't, and then allowed them to, to stretch it out again. So that was the most disappointing part of the, of the weekend was that we didn't continue to come back. And once we got the two goals, we couldn't have a good next shift. Um, but overall, watching the game and trying to separate myself from the emotions of it, there was more good in that game than bad. Uh, we just didn't uh, defend like we needed to defend. I think world's on mute, but uh, hey, Scott, um, Thursday, or not Thursday, sorry. Um, the third period uh, Saturday seemed like more of what we were talking about, I think, after the game on Friday, where you guys came out and played probably your best hockey of the night, uh, you know, in that period. Um, that seems to be a good sign for this team moving forward, I would think, right? Well, what, what I liked about, you know, the positive on Saturday is, is the third period, but also just to, you know, the fight back, you know, it was five to one with about eight minutes to go in the second period, I think. And that easily could have gotten to a point where uh, there wasn't much to play for in the last 10 minutes of the game. So uh, our message to the team was just give us a chance to pull the goalie. And I thought the guys kept fighting and got opportunities. I think at seven to five, we hit the post, which would have made it seven to six. Uh, You know, we, we worked hard to get ourselves back in and the third period being your strongest period is, is a positive thing for your team because you feel good no matter what the score is going into it. Um, you know, I wish we had positioned ourselves better, but I certainly like the way we came out and played the third period for sure. Uh, question from Mike McMahon. Uh, it's it's early, but goal scoring has been way up uh, from, the, from last year and earlier over the last couple of years. What do you kind of attribute that to? Is it just better players are able to score goals or like what, what do you kind of attribute the uptick in, in goal scoring? Well, first, I think the uh, the junior class, uh, the junior class, you know, now being juniors, you know, and uh, you know, Declan Carlisle and Zach Vanell having a real impact on our offense. Um, you know, Zach Ewens obviously has in the past as well. Um, so I think the growth of that class has helped us quite a bit. Um, and I think we just have more depth through our lineup of guys who can school. And I think that's a huge positive. You know, we roll out uh, you know, that freshman line. You know, all three of those have those guys have a history of scoring at the levels they've played at before getting here, um, and I think they'll continue to do that here. So I think we have a depth in the lineup of offensive players that we just haven't had before. Question from uh, John Leahy. Yeah, Scott, I thought I'd just ask you about uh, your opinion on special teams this weekend. Saturday night, uh, you scored three power play goals. BU had killed off 20 uh, out of 20 coming into Saturday. So uh, I'd just like to get your thoughts on how you thought special teams performed. You know, I, I was really happy with the way we PK'd, you know, considering they scored the very first power play of the weekend. Uh, and then the next eight, we were able to kill off. And I think that they got a very explosive power play. 
Uh, very happy with that. Um, and then obviously on the power play, I thought we had pretty good looks on Friday and weren't able to score. Um, and I think most games we have had pretty good looks and Saturday, a couple, you know, went in and, and, you know, they go in like off of a skate, uh, a nice tuck by Phillip on the first one. Um, you know, if you're in the right areas, of the ice and the power play, sometimes pucks hit, you can go in the net. I thought that's what happened to us on Saturday, but really good to break through against them because that's a very good penalty kill. Uh, certainly a great goaltender as well. So it was, I think we build confidence from that in the power play setting and continue to you know, play downhill and attack the net like that. A uh, question from John Doyle. Hey coach. Uh, good morning. I uh, just want to add, look forward to uh, UMass this weekend. A uh, couple questions. Uh, first one is just what challenges do they pose? Obviously defending national champs coming into your rink. Yeah. They, you know, UMass poses a lot of challenges. You know, they 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 come after you pretty hard. Uh, they're a team that uh, I believe, you know, has some of the most skill in our league, but they play like a blue-collar team. You know, I really admire the way they play. They play really, really hard. They're going to force you to uh, raise your level of physical commitment. Uh, they're going to force you to play hard without the puck. Uh, they're going to force you to defend your net front because they attack it as well as any team in our league. Uh, so, you know, they're gonna. It's gonna be another uptick and challenge for us, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think, you know, we feel um, we've left some points on the table this year for sure, but we feel like our team is growing. And against the defending national champion, uh, what an opportunity to see how far you've come. So we're looking forward to it, and I know it's gonna be a big challenge, but uh, I'm looking forward to see how we come out. And this is their hockey East opener. They're coming into. Uh... You know, your, your rink, and then obviously you'll go play them on Saturday. But uh, you guys have already played a couple Hockey East games. Do you think that might factor in that you maybe have stretched your sea legs a little bit uh, in conference play? I don't know. I watched them play Dartmouth, and I it, uh, I think their sea legs are pretty good right now. Uh, you know, we just um, – you know, we, we've played a hard schedule thus far. You know, I think that playing the teams we have in Hockey East right now makes us a better team. Um, even the, the, you know, our out of conference sacred hearts off to a good start as is Colgate. Um, so I, I feel good about the competition we've had and the, the ability to compete against that competition. Uh, but I think UMass is, you know, they're the best team we've played so far and it's going to be a big challenge for us, but I don't expect that the hockey East games will really have a factor. I think they'll be hungry to get their first points and hopefully we're hungry not to let that happen. Question from Mike McMahon. <laughs> And kind of a bigger picture question, but you guys obviously have had a lot of contributions from transfers. Uh, that's become a big thing over the last year or two, especially now with some of the new rules that were passed. How how does that affect kind of planning in recruiting? Because I would imagine four or five years ago, it's like you had 18 scholarships. That's just what you're planning towards. Do you almost have to leave scholarships open knowing that, hey, we may be going after a transfer in the summer, but you don't know what that market's going to look like necessarily until the season's over. How difficult does that kind of make make planning from a recruiting standpoint? You know, I, I think that anytime you can make your team better, you have to do it. Um, and so the transfer portal may be a way that you are going to improve. But I think it's uh, be foolhardy on our part to assume we're going to get the right pieces in the portal. Um, you know, so it's really important that our recruiting stays on target, uh, that our roster stays together, uh, that we do the right things with the people who are either committed to us right now or who are on our team right now. If we do the right thing by those two groups of people, um, and then if you can add a piece in the transfer pool, you add a piece. But 
my focus, and I'm not sure this is everyone's, but my focus is making sure we take care of the group that's here, uh, take care of our committed players, uh, and make that transfer portal like the third priority because it's really it's the most unpredictable part of it. So we don't want to um, – we're not going to lean into it like you're going to rely on it, but certainly we'll get better because of it if we can. Question from Mike uh, Macknick. Yeah, you mentioned uh, the defense, the contributions from the defense, and Zach Vanell with the hat trick on uh, on Saturday, but also goals where you know as you guys were trying to fight back into it, so you know they were all big goals that he scored as well. Um, you feel like that has the the ability to maybe jumpstart him a bit and get him going. You know, he's always been a good offensive player, mostly complimentary, mostly someone who's been uh, moving pucks to other guys. Uh, it's really good to see him get some finish uh, because he's. He came here as a very talented offensive defenseman. He's done a fabulous job of making himself a reliable defensive defenseman. So I, I think that it's his, it's really his game getting better at both ends of the rink that allows him to have the confidence to attack like he did on Saturday. Um, and if he continues to do that, we'll, that'll be a huge contribution for us because we're going to get some attack from the up front. But having uh, someone like himself and, and Zach Ewens and Declan Carlisle and you know, Liam Dennis has contributed offensively as well. That just makes you a much deeper team and, and gives us more possibilities. So uh, excited for Zach, first hat trick since he was 10 years old, um, but also excited that our defense is chipping in and, and making us a stronger offensive team. Question from Mike McMahon. Uh, how are you guys looking health-wise going into the weekend? Is there anybody that, that is out or determined or coming back or <laughs> yeah no we, we aren't sure with Ivan Ziflak at this point uh that's uh you know kind of a you know wait and see situation um and then I think you know I think uh, Hugo Olas will be eligible for the lineup this weekend so you know I think right now physically we're in a pretty good place has this been the kind of, I mean, it's early, knock on wood, but has this been the same, has this been the best it's kind of been? I mean, it seems like the last couple of years, you guys, even at this point in the year, you know, you got to November and you're already dealing with some guys banged up. I mean, like Jordan Seifert was hurt early in the year, two years ago, Kramer went down like in October, November. So is this kind of the, the healthiest you've been at this point in the year in the last couple of years? Well, knocking on wood as we speak, uh, yes, it is. You know, we, like, we had lost Seifert for the season by this point last year. Uh you know, we had lost Patrick Kramer for the season by this point two years ago. And so it's um, it's ironic. We have our deepest roster, and right now we have our healthiest roster. So I, I'm sure we're going to get bit by the bug at some point, and we just need to be prepared for it. Uh, but right now, you know, I think our guys have put themselves in a good position and feeling pretty comfortable where we're at uh, as a group. So, you know, if we can stay healthy, a lot of credit goes obviously to our strength, you know, department, Mike Kamala, getting those guys ready to go and in a good position and, you know, our players themselves taking good care of themselves. That's the one thing I think we've gotten as our team has matured, uh, as we have juniors, as we have more seniors, as we have a couple of transfers from other programs. Our approach, I think, to that and our recovery uh, has really matured over the last 18 months. And I think that's one of the reasons we're healthier right now. Question from John Leahy. Yeah, Scott, I just wanted to get your opinion on uh, Adam Arvidsson. He scored the game-winning goal Friday night. Uh, of course, he also had a an assist in his first game. So he seems to be uh, contributing offensively and uh, also seems to be a solid two-way player. I just wanted to get your thoughts on his play. I think, you know, Adam's done a nice job. He's adjusted, uh, you know, he and Ivan, I think, you know, have adjusted to the North American rank NHL size arena um, really well. Uh, and in, in the fact that I was concerned about them retrieving pucks and being able to understand that the guy coming down on you and, Hockey East is trying to put you through the glass, not not in uh, 
Sweden, where he's from, where you can turn, look up ice and, and decide what you want to do there. Uh, he, he has to make much faster decisions here. I think that he uh, is still a young player. Got to remember that. I think he's going to be a very good player. Uh, we continue to work on his defense in small areas and, and how fast your transition to defense has to happen at this level. Uh, but he's going to get there. He's really talented. He's at a high level of want. Uh, I'm excited about his future as well because he's uh, he puts a lot into it, and I think he's got a lot of talent uh, to become a very good player here. A uh, question from Mike Macknick. Yeah, uh, another guy who uh, was able to get on the uh, the get in the goal column on Saturday was Philip Forsmark with a couple of those goals on the power play, and uh, you know it's, it's you're talking about the special teams as well as you know, that line has seemed to be uh, seemed to be going pretty well early on the, the line with Drevich and Walsh. And um, it seems like Phillips been playing well and, you know, he had a, a made a nice play to set up a goal, uh, you know, in an earlier game, for instance, but um, you know, getting him on the, on the board, on the goal, in the goal column, um, th does that help him as well? Well, Phil, you know, we, we, we need him to score. You know, he's in a lot of offensive situations. Uh, he's at a high level of offensive IQ and it's great to see him get off the snide. Um, and I, you know, he's a when he's playing well, he's one of the best players in the league. I think he just plays really hard off the puck, uh, plays hard in the hard areas, gets himself to the net, doesn't rely on his skill to get there. And when he gets there, his skill, you know, works for us. So um, no, he's I really like Phillips' game. I think it's gotten better each year he's been here. Um, and I see him contributing offensively. That could help that line just take even another step because uh, all three of them can do that for us. So. Uh, we're certainly excited about where his game is now, but it was good to get him off the schneid. Moving forward in these more physical games we're going to play, uh, he's going to be a really important piece. Just to follow up on that, too, uh, so I, you guys are averaging, I think, close to five goals a game now over the last three games or so, and you've played some some teams like Colgate and BU that have, uh, you know, at times been able to really shut other teams down. Uh, the offensive production there, the goals that you guys have scored uh, – does that give the team additional confidence or, or you know, anything like that as well as you're, uh, you know, looking to be in, you know, you're in a game like you are on Saturday, but it seems like you feel like you can come back in any situation if you have to. Well, I, I told the team yesterday at seven five, I thought we were winning that hockey game. Um, and I think that our players have a lot of offensive confidence right now. And that, you know, when you have a game like the one that was at Colgate, it's funny, the little things that can, they can feed your confidence and even turn your season. Uh, you have that third period, it's an excellent way to come back and win a game. The night before was a very difficult loss in overtime. Uh, it makes the players feel good offensively. And when you're feeling good offensively, that's when good offense happens. And I, I think that coming out of that game, our guys felt really good about, hey, we can score at any time. We can score in big parts of the game. Just going to stay on the attack and stay on the game. And so I think their confidence has grown in that regard. And I think that's, that's only good for our future. Uh, obviously, giving up eight goals is the flip side of that, and you, and you can't uh, you can't win games giving up eight, no matter how many you score. So we need to really lock in defensively. Be a very tough team to do that against with UMass, but that's our mission this week.